This is a Fate 52 production, All Rights Reserved 2023. Hi, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. If we haven't met yet or you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. With a spoonful of sugar. Nope, I'm not singing the song. It is cute and all, but the reality is that with a spoonful of sugar, your glucose will bounce. <laughs> yes, that is my new song. Let me explain, as I'm being a little extra. Since I can remember, people have described me as a sweet person. I remember my mother's friends always telling her, Oh, your daughter is so sweet. To which my mother would react, beaming with pride. But now that I think about it, and I know what I know, I think it was more that my brothers and I were trained to be on our best behavior when people came over. My parents were very intentional about us learning and knowing the perfect rules of etiquette. So our politeness and service was taken more as a sweet act of kindness. Then again, as I got older and discovered that I do possess the gifts of service and hospitality, I can see people were not that far off. <laughs> Here's a little extra. A couple of years ago, I was told, Anna, you are a sweet spirit kind of woman. I remember that vividly because I was told um, that kind of same phrase three times the same week. Such a coincidence. Random people, different places at different times. I didn't even know what they meant, but stuck with me. Well, today I can say that it's more true than ever. I identify myself as sweet Anna. Last December, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am full of sugar. <laughs> So here is the extra story. My entire family in relation to vertical descendants, as far as two generations before me, they have been diabetic. My older brother was diagnosed a few years ago and my mother has it. My father had it, one of my aunts, a cousin, and I'm pretty sure some other relatives have it too. They just don't know it or don't want to know. I say that because that was me. Regardless of the pre-diagnosis I received in 2021 and the horrific things we have witnessed in our family that this disease has done, we still decide to live in ignorance and or ignore it. The dictionary defines ignorance as lack of knowledge or information and the word ignore as a refusing to take notice of. That sounds convicting, doesn't it? Well, wait until you hear what the Bible says about ignorance. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Hosea 4.6 Ouch. That seems harsh, doesn't it? 
But unfortunately, it is true. And I choose to ignore it. So here's my basic story. I came across an, an ad about a health program covered my, by my insurance to treat perimenopause, menopause, and other aspects of female midlife health. It is awesome. On my first visit, the doctor stayed with me for one whole hour to ask me tons of questions and never rushed me to share all my issues. The main ones were that I was always tired and hot flashes. Oh my goodness. If you're a man listening to this, blessed are you. I am convinced that hot flashes are a little taste of hell. Something extremely uncomfortable and the most interrupting thing that can happen to a girl at any time of the day or night. So anywho... She sent me to get a very extensive blood work to check mainly what we thought were female hormonal issues. We made a follow-up appointment for two weeks later. That never happened. I got the lab work done the very next day, and the nurse called me two days later, December 5th to be exact, to give me the news. Hey, I know you have an appointment with Dr. Sanchez in two weeks, But your blood work came back, and it's concerning. So she wants you to see your family doctor ASAP. You are diabetic. I was like, wait, what? I cried a little. I hang up. I was so angry at myself, at my family doctor, and freaking out, telling myself stories of the worst scenarios that I could think of. I'm going to go blind. They are going to chop off my legs off. I am going to need dialysis. I am going to have pump to pump insulin on my stomach three times a day. I mean, talk about taking an idea and running with it. <laughs> yes, very dramatic. Back in 2021, on an annual checkup, my doctor mentioned that my blood work had come back a little high that my numbers on my A1C and um, that what that meant, it was that I was pre-diabetic. In a super casual tone, she said, don't worry, we are going to put you on this once a month medication that does wonders, Ozempic. Lots of my patients love it because not only does it do a very good job keeping your sugar levels in range, but you will lose weight. So I was like, um, heck yeah, make me thin. That seemed logical to me. I am sick, you give me meds, and that's it. I did not question her at all. I took the medication for six months. I did notice that my appetite was decreasing. I lost a pound or two, and I felt fine, or what I thought was fine, in my very basic scale of healthiness. On my six-month re-evaluation, we repeated the blood work. She said, congratulations, you are no longer di pre-diabetic. Your numbers on your A1C went down. <laughs> like I knew what A1C meant. Still, I celebrated with a nice, big, fast food meal. Woohoo! I'm good. Never did she share with me, hey, these are things you need to do to keep it up. 
mention the risks or fill me in on what I needed to know as a good candidate to become diabetic. Neither did I ask questions, nor took it as a good scare to make changes. I did not take responsibility of learning what was happening to my body. Once again, I chose to ignore it. Friends, the thing is that I believe life is full of lessons that we tend to transform in tragedies because of what we have been programmed in our upbringing, the culture, and our nature. In my case, I am very well trained to believe that I'm always the victim and with the tendency of creating my own dark cloud that follows me everywhere. Well, not this time. Not today, Satan. Back to December 5th, 2023. After that phone call, I choose to do something different. I calm down, use my breathing techniques, took a look at my encouraging wall where I have a bunch of post-it notes with my emergency verses. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. He's the vine, I am the branches, I am connected to him. My help comes from the Lord. Then I told my husband, who can be a little crude when it comes to bring me down to reality and helping me find the positive and the negative things. I guess he just tells the truth without sugarcoating it. <laughs> no pun intended. He asked me lots of questions like a good coach, and it helped me think clearly, to take responsibility, and more importantly, to take action. That afternoon, I set myself to search for information. What exactly is diabetes? How do I get it? What are the risks? How to take care of it? Can it be irreversible? What is A1C? How to manage it? Among other bunch of questions I asked Chad GPT, <laughs> I took my last lab work results and went line by line, researching what each one of those terms meant and comparing numbers with past tests. I read a bunch of articles in the American Diabetes Association website. I listened to podcasts, watched YouTube videos, and read a couple of books. That weekend was eye-opening for me not just for what I needed to learn to manage this disease, but learning things about my body, how it works, what I've been lacking, and what I've been abusing it with. Do you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 I have heard that verse so many times, even use it in teaching, judging others, and even worse, using it as a motivation to start a workout, better eating, or a more intentional spiritual practice for a week or two, to later quit because of a dumb excuse. Here's the little extra. I am actually encouraged, inspired, and certain that God has given me this as one more chance to love Him, obey Him, and tell everyone about Him. You might think I'm being a little extra, you know, going all Joel on you, 
prosperity gospel and all of that? If you know, you know. But through therapy and the little bit of science I've learned, I've never been more certain of the love of God for me and that his word is alive and active and that we are here to honor him with our bodies, minds, and souls. So, hen Annie, here I am. I have a good amount of basic stories that I have been accumulating in the last few months. My prayer is that as I share them with you, they encourage you or inspire you to do something good for your mind, your body, or your soul. And yes, also to give you a little extra laugh. <laughs> so the very first thing I would like to share with you is about this diagnosis, how to deal with news. Again, you may think, well, I don't have that. What do I care? Or this is not for me. I don't have diabetes, not even near to have it. Or so you think. So thank you, but not thank you. And that's okay. Please go check out another podcast of your interest today. But do come back for the next episode, please. <laughs> but if it's not you, I'm pretty certain that you know someone with it, a loved one, a friend, a co-worker, or you might even come across a total stranger that can pass this information to. Hey, before I share what I've learned, I want to remind you I am not a dietitian, a doctor, or a professional in the health world. So take my basic stories with a grain of salt. Because, you know, sugar is not good. <laughs> Again, my intention is to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement to ask yourself big questions about your health. Learn about your body and trust God's plans for you. Also, head to my YouTube channel where I'll be sharing some details of the things that I've been learning with visuals that might interest you. I will place the link in the show notes. So how many times have you gone over your own blood work? Have you ever gotten a copy of your results? Have you ever even thought what does diet and exercise means when the doctor suggests that for you? Have you ever looked up the ingredients in your medicine? Do you take supplements? Have you tracked your habits? Do you make conscious decisions about your health? Not me. Well, until now. I was under the full belief that my doctor knew better, that whatever medicine they gave me was to cure whatever was wrong with me. I trusted my doctors. I was like, uh, you're the one with the degree, and that I only had to go to the doctor if something was wrong. Well, a heck of a wake-up call. Remember how I told you that my husband will bring me to be aware of my responsibility and how that sounded insensitive and maybe even harsh? So basic. I might not have liked the tone, but the message was what mattered. Why do I believe it is important that the first thing you do after receiving news like this is to take responsibility? Because that empowers you but more importantly, removes what the enemy comes to steal, destroy, and lie to you about. You find freedom. Does that sound a little extra? 
Well, here are some basic examples. I strongly believe that because of my family medical history, I was going to get diabetes no matter what. I strongly believe that all my illnesses, aches, and pains were a doctor's job to fix. Feeling guilt, anger, and sadness were the only feelings to hold on to after I received the diagnosis. I strongly believe that the doctor was the one to call the shots when it came to my health. Lie, 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 and lie. Those are just a few of the many things that we can tell ourselves. And that now I know I have a huge impact in the way we heal and take control over our bodies. By taking responsibility, I did a research and found out that in some cases, genetics may contribute to a predisposition, but lifestyle choices can still have a substantial impact on whether an individual develops diabetes or other inflammatory diseases. Oh, see, it was alive. Uh, um, in taking responsibility, I stopped blaming myself and others. I gave myself some grace. This is where God comes in, grasping God's word to bring peace, awareness, and action to the situation. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has sent you free from the law of the sin of death. Romans 8. I am also learning that I know my body better than a doctor does, that I can ask all the questions to help my doctor find the best way to treat my body, create a plan together. I hate it when they tell me, oh, just do diet and exercise. In my mind, I picture diet as no more pizza, pasta, cake, chocolate, ice cream, you know, all of the goodies. Who wants spinach for breakfast instead of a waffle, right? And as far as exercise, well, I hate it. I will tell myself, who has time for that? Money for a personal trainer or a gym. No, thank you. So taking responsibility is finding the best form of workout, the best diet for me, and being consistent and celebrating the small wins. The pants of the diligent end up in profit, but those who hurry up end up in loss. Proverbs 21.5 Taking responsibility also brought the practice what I have learned in the last year or so about mental health. Awareness. It is all in the awareness. Recognizing my emotions with mindfulness, allowing me to be intentional, rational, and empowered to do what I have to do for a healthy me. This might sound very logical or basic to you. Like I said before, I have heard these things from pastors, doctors, and therapists. But the truth is that we hear them, we know them, and believe them, but do we obey them? How do we take action? How do we combine them all together? How do we find balance? 
this diagnosis has been a blessing to me. I now understand that taking care of my mind, my soul, and my body means I have found gratitude in the midst of what we can say it's bad news. I am building a testimony to hopefully help others. So yeah, how are you taking responsibility of your health? Stop blaming yourself for the poor choices you have made until now. We all fall short of the glory of God. Be kind to yourself. Take responsibility of your habits. What do you need to adjust to or change? And lastly, be a responsible parent, grandparent, and uncle or an adult. Do as I do and not as I say. What are you teaching those around you with the way that you treat your mind, your soul, and your body? Do you need an accountability partner? The coach? I will be happy to help. Send me a DM through my Facebook page 52 or an email or a message through fade52.com. I will be honored to help you. I promise to be sweet. <laughs> On my next episode, I will share three or four basic changes I started 30 days ago and that have improved my life tremendously. And, um, you know, not just in my health, as physically, emotionally, but also spiritually. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. And until next time. <laughs>